you've arrived. You've arrived to the Nipple Whiskers Podcast with your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Come along as he explores the shadows of yesterday's failures in order to gain the knowledge required for a better tomorrow. The journey starts now. Let's go! What's happening, folks? What's happening, folks? Bob Dog checking in with you once again. Oh, man, life is good for me. I hope life is good for you as long as it is, as long as you and your kids are healthy, man. Just gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. I can sit here and say it till I'm blue in the face, but I'm going to save me the breath and save you the time. So UFC 298 is finally upon us, man. I've been waiting for a fight card to actually review for some time now. Um, the fight nights up until this point have not been too uh, satisfactory, and we've, you know, Leave a lot of room for disappointment. So UFC 298, super excited. Let's start it off with the early prelims. It's going to be Andrea Lee versus Miranda Maverick. I'm definitely taking Maverick on this one. Um, next fight, Oban Elliott versus Val Woodburn. I'm taking Woodburn. I understand that he just got knocked the fuck out by, uh, what's that hot dude moving up in the rankings real quick. Um, shit, man, what's his name? I can picture him, the white guy, uh, Bo Nichols. Bo Nichols came in and whooped Val Woodburn's ass, I think, on 10 days' notice or something like that. Woodburn came in, and he was 7-0, and um, undefeated in his professional fights up until this point. I watched that fight back today, and I just feel like he was struck by the moment. Um, I know that Bo Nichols put them hands on him. That's definitely concerning, but just the power, the authority that he showed, I am going with Val Woodburn as the upset. Um Josh Quinn Quinlaw versus Danny Barlow. I'm going with Barlow at seven and zero. We have Zhang Ming Yang versus um, Brenson Riberio. I'm going with Zhang. I don't know too much about the whole situation. I just let that roll as it is. Next fight, we got Rinya Fuck Nakamura versus Carlos Vera. You got to go with Rinya. I think he's the largest favorite in this whole fight card at eight and zero. Junior Tafa has stepped in for his brother against Marcos Rigorero de Lama. Y'all can name it how the hell you want to. Marcos de Lama against Junior Tafa. This was Justin Tafa's fight. Uh, huge respect to what they've done just amongst the family, amongst their training camp, amongst the partnership. It's just amazing to see when Marcos... You know, just as a fighter, and he's sitting here training his ass off to fight against Justin Toffa. Justin Toffa gets injured the day before weigh-ins, two days before the fight. His brother, Junior, Junior says, I'll step in. Don't worry about it. At 5-1, he says, I'll take on the competitor. Huge step up. I mean, just a Samoan pride thing. I'm not Samoan, so I don't really know, but I'm going to put it that way. I'm going to generalize it. Apologize if I'm incorrect, but... It takes some special heart to do that type of shit. So I want to give respect where dude Junior Tafa man just props, props, props. That man deserves all the praise in the world for stepping up for this fight. Marcos Delama, congratulations. I'm glad that you did not miss a fight opportunity. I know you've trained your ass off. I believe your last fight was against uh who was it, Derek Lewis or somebody again in that factor that you know, he caught a flying knee and just went backwards and got shocked, but uh, super excited to see this fight still continuing on. Once again, huge props to Junior Tafa for taking this fight. I mean, that that's some grown man shit right there. So congratulations, my brother. 
Amanda Lemos versus Mackenzie Dern. Um, Mackenzie Dern's, it seems like she struggled to make weight. She had to come back. She was the last fighter onto the scale. She did make weight. She came in there flexing her fake titties, and they were bouncing around, but you could definitely tell they were fake. I'm going to call that out. As a man that knows fake titties, I'm the Nipple Wizards podcast. I got to know about them nipples. So, Mackenzie Dern, I know that it was fake, and I, I'm not going to give you this one. Um, I know that her schedule as of late has been like win-lose, win-lose, win-lose. I think she's coming off a lose, but she could pull a win off. Um, Amanda Lemos, I think, was over there. She was sensational up until her fight, her last fight against uh, who did she get her ass whooped by? It was not Valentina Shevchenko, was it? It was... Was it Shevchenko? No, it wasn't Shevchenko because she's fighting Grasso. It was somebody else in that division. It wasn't Amanda. It was Amanda Nunes came out there and put an ass whooping on Amanda Lemos. Amanda Lemos did not stand a chance, did not stand anywhere in the striking category. She is a huge threat um, submission-wise, so she's not somebody you really want to put on her back because she's very good at throwing up those arm bars and those triangles. Mackenzie Dern, as somebody that likes to dominate from an upward position, I think she's going to fall right into Amanda Lemos's traps. Um, we'll see how that one goes, but I would definitely go Lemos on that battle. On to the main card. Um, this is where it really gets interesting. I'm going personally Roman Kapalov versus Anthony Hernandez. I know I'm an American. I should probably go with Hernandez. If you look at nationality, I'm not about that shit. Roman Kapalov. He has performed every time that he's gotten an opportunity. He is the, uh, who is it, Austin Cooper of the uh, Middle East. You know, we'll just put it that way. I love everything about him. He's shown nothing but competitiveness, heart, and uh, longevity in this sport. So I'm going with Roman on this one, even though he's the underdog. Marab, I'm going with Marab over Henry just because I've never been a fan of Henry. I've never liked that real wrestling style. I think Marab presents a lot more obstacles when it comes to striking, he will outstrike Henry, and he seems to have the grappling to keep up with Henry if if Henry had the same grappling that he had in his prime, which he has not demonstrated as of lately. So I think Henry Cejudo gets his ass whooped in this one and is led straight into retirement. That is my hopes, and that is my betting, my betting um, standpoint. Jeff Neal versus Ian Gary. I would love to see Neal win. I would love to see him pull off the upset. I would love for him to knock the fuck out of Ian Gary. I'm not an Ian Gary fan. I hate everything about him, and I I, I say this from a fan standpoint. I love his fighting aspect. I love I I dislike and hate every way that he promotes the fight. I dislike the way that he wore the mugshot. I dislike the way that he put Neil Magny, um, calling him a child abuser. I don't like the way that his wife, um. Runs his life, has been pointed out by Sean Strickland and many others that he does not like. I'm not an Ian Gary fan in any way, shape, or form. He wishes he was the next Conor McGregor, but he will never be. So, I'm betting Ian Gary on this one. I just see him outstriking Jeff O'Neill. Um, I like to say Jeff, but I think it's Jeff. So, Jeff O'Neill... Um, I just see him outmatching him on the on the stand up. I see if it goes to the floor, Ian Gary has not been exposed in that area, but it doesn't seem like Jeff O'Neill is somebody that can expose him. Next fight, Robert Whitaker versus Paulo Costa. I gotta go Whitaker in this one, mostly due to Paulo Costa's um inconsistency and time off. He has not fought consistently in some time. Robert Whitaker is the opposite of that, somebody that constantly shows up. Last fight he did get you know, outshined by Duplessis. Duplessis, he definitely showed that, you know, Robert Whitaker did not have an answer for him during that fight. However, 
That's one out of, what's he fought in, 32 fights now. So you got one out of 32 to point at. And Paulo Costa, a a Greek god. You look at his body, his physical attributes. He definitely demonstrates the ability to conquer all mountains. But will he be able to do it? I'm not going to bet on him, even though he definitely has the capability. I'm going Robert Whitaker just due to his well-roundedness and his ability to uh, be a warrior. That heart in him. I can see that. He got dominated last time, and Robert Whitaker, the heart of a champion, I see him bouncing back. Speaking of bounce backs, Alexander Volkanovsky versus Ilya Taporia. Um, I'm going Alexander 100%. I understand that he got knocked out his last fight. I look at Ilya Taporia as who the hell has he fought. He fought uh, Emmett. I don't look at Emmett as a number one contender fight. Anybody who fights Emmett, I do not consider them a number one contender immediately especially by Ilya coming out saying that he was going to knock out Alexander Volkanovsky in the first round. You definitely saw during Emmett, um, Ilya couldn't knock him out over all the rounds. So I don't understand where he comes out claiming that he's going to knock out Volkanovsky over one round unless he's looking at what Islam did and he's just living in his own illusion. But that's understandable. I understand Ilya has not suffered defeat yet, but this is definitely the fight that I think it'll happen. Ilya coming off of the win against Josh Emmett, big-headed, Thinks he's going to take it all, and I do not see it happen in any way, shape, or form. Alexander Volkanovsky, one of the greatest featherweights that have ever blessed this planet, has demonstrated the ability to win fight after fight after fight versus Ortega. You know, he outgrappled him versus uh, Yahir Rodriguez. He outstruck him. I mean, he's just demonstrated the ability to win the fight in all aspects, so there's no way that I'm not going to pick Alexander Volkanovsky in that fight. Ilya, I, I've loved the rise of him. I actually enjoyed watching him move up the ranks. I enjoy his fighting style. I'm disgusted by his appearance and the way that he's handling this media, you know, conferences and everything. Um, it's very interesting, as Terrence McKinney pointed out, that Ilya has all the same tattoos as Conor McGregor from the back tramp stamp, starting at the upper neck, moving all the way down. Looks the same as Conor McGregor, just a little bigger. His chest plate. Looks exactly like Conor McGregor, just a little different. Same thing. It's just an animal with some backing. I mean, same exact thing. And you look at the way he snatched the belt from uh, Volkanovski, and you look at the same way that McGregor did it from Aldo. I understand he wants to be the next Conor McGregor. He doesn't have it. You can hear it in the press conferences. His lack of speaking English is the first thing that shines through, and his ability to not, you know, coerce the fan. He's not a funny guy. He doesn't have those comebacks. He just says, hey, fuck you and fuck you. And it's like, dude, you, you, you ain't that guy, man. I understand he wants to be. I understand he's promoted like he's going to be. But once Alexander Volkanovsky beats the brakes off this guy, he's going to be forgotten like most of the contenders in the past. So that's my stance on that one. That one was actually very clear. The one that I would be 50-50 on is Robert Whitaker versus Paulo Costa. Definitely more... Um, Paulo has the ability. He can definitely do it. Um, the other one was Anthony Hernandez. I know he's a banger. Um, Roman Kopalov is not, you know, I don't, I don't see the weaknesses of Roman to, vote, to you know, really root against him. Um, Val, Val Woodburn, he has shown a, you know, just very bad in the UFC. I'm just hoping that he does better. Looking at he only has, he was only 7-0 when he went against Bo Nichols, but those seven and O's, man, he looked good. He definitely has a fighter spirit. He has the ability to brawl and sprawl, and hopefully he can beat Oban Elliott when it comes to that match. So UFC cards, I definitely have a lot for sale. For those that are interested, check out my um, eBay store. I definitely have a lot on um, X. I've been trying to promote them more. 
I do have my eBay store linked to my X account, so you can go ahead, click on the profile picture, and right there on the upper link should be my eBay store. Jump in there. If you have any offers, holler at me. We can avoid the eBay fees. I know eBay doesn't like me saying that, but it is what it is, especially when they're taking 12% off the top. So for anybody looking at eBay sales, just understand that there is 12% off the top, especially that's, you know, discounting that they even paid for promotion and other types of things. You haven't even paid for shipping yet just for being on eBay is 12%. So if you make $100, already $12 is going back to them. So you really only made, what, 88 all right, so it's, it's, you got to look at it in that aspect and you haven't even paid taxes on it. If you make over $600 a year and they're going to hit you with a 10, nine, you know, 1099, you also have to pay taxes on top of that. So when you look at an eBay selling, it's a difficult world. I'm definitely navigating that one as I speak. I'm looking at stacks and stacks and stacks of cards in front of me, but I might have to pull out before I hit that 600 mark just to avoid the 1099. I've got to look at starting my own website, working on all that. Thank you for following me because y'all have been following along and I'm trying to just bring a little bit of value to the community. So it's all inspired definitely by Gary V. Got to give Gary V his shout out and what he's done. Huge accomplishments, especially across the uh, Fanatics Live and their platform with V Friends and their Series 2. They've definitely stepped it up from Series 1. So huge learning experience for them. Um, I appreciate it as a fan because I get to learn through their expedition and through their navigations of the business world. So thank you once again to Gary V and the V friends world and the V friends cards. Of course, can't, can't forget about, you know, Adam rips and Connor and, and Courtney and all the crew, man, what all y'all accomplish is simply amazing. I know that there's also an audio and video crew behind the scenes, I don't know your names, but I would like to give y'all a shout out as well, just because y'all do one hell of a job, man. It is an uh, amazing um, stream after amazing stream after amazing stream. There's always something that comes up, whether it's a technical issue on the cameras, on the audio, on the on the stream, on how you post listings, and they're always on top of it. And on top of that, I did order a card stand from them about three weeks ago or so. I've been waiting for it. I had my, my light box all set up. I was in waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting to, you know, so I could put my V friends cards out there for sale. And I just wanted to have them on the V friends stand. So they was there for presentation. Cause that equals more money in the end. And my V friends card stand never showed up folks. I actually had to reach out for customer support last week. And I was like, yo, check it out. My card showed up this week in a poly bag. My shoes just showed up this week in, you know, my shoe box. But when my card stand, there was, just, oh, we totally apologize. We made the mistake. We own it. We're sending it out today. We'll get it out to you. I was just so thankful because I feel bad for reaching out for help. I'm not a person to ask for anything from anybody. I'd rather go without, you know, so I definitely am not somebody to reach out. But to be honest, the whole reason I ordered that $100 combo was just for the card stand. So, yes, I got the shoes don't give a fuck about them. Yes, I got the cards. I, I care about them, but I don't give a fuck about them in that sense. I just wanted a card stand. It didn't show up. It was very disappointing, but I always expect the worst. I expected them to be like, no, we sent it. And then me have to buy another one off eBay. But the fact that they stepped up to the plate, they took ownership. I truly appreciate it as a consumer and as a purchaser. Thank you once again, V friends, fanatics, everything that y'all built. That would be if I built a company that would be the customer service represent representation that I would want from my customer service people. So good job. Give it up for them. Just an amazing performance all around, man. Super excited about UFC tomorrow. Um, especially without NFL, we don't have much to look forward to. So 
the UFC does give us something to look forward to. This is a banger card. Super excited. Um, we have UFC 300 announcement coming up as well. For those that don't know, UFC Strike, if you don't know anything about the NFT game, I'm a huge, um, I would just say, I don't want to say advocate, just a huge fan of UFC Strike. I'm not telling anybody to invest because I've seen them just going down in value since the day that I started investing. I say that as somebody who invested heavily in championship moments that were like $600 back then. Now they're down to two. So that's why I say investing-wise, do it on your own. But as far as a community and a place that I hang out during the UFC events, UFC Strike is an amazing NFT project, an amazing community. Um, they do do giveaways during their, you know, during the broadcast. I have won a pay-per-view code from them before, but besides the point, they're just a team that could have, you know, could have packed up a while back and taken all the money and just left and left it as it was. But for those that keep fighting a fucking fight, man, my heart is with you. I love warriors. I don't mind losses. I just love people that continue to fight. So the UFC strike and their NFT hats off, man, hats off. Yeah, I had the opportunity to run away with the with the bag, and y'all didn't. Y'all still here fighting, and I truly appreciate you. That goes out to the you know Project URS and just all the all the NFT projects that could have curled over. You know what I mean? It's easy. We saw Sneeko getting beat down by Sean Strickland this week, and it is easy to take a knee. It's easy to curl into the you know the fetal position and just accept your losses. But there's certain people out there that take the Shots on the chin and just continue to fight. And for them, I give them my respect. Those are the people I look up to. Sneeko, that means even for you, respect, man, and what you did and the way you took that ass whoop and the way you continued on and wanted to continue training. I love everything about that. Um, Sean Strickland, you are an asshole partner. I'll be the first person to say it if I'm in there actually training to try to get better. That's not what I, you know, I'm not expecting that type of sparring session. However, if that was just somebody talking shit and a streamer coming in, you were trying to prove a point. I totally understand that as well. So with that being said, Mr. Asshole, I give you totally respect. So one asshole to another, respect upon respect. I love each and every one of y'all. I do have like 15 turn tick core combos or core cards here from V Friends. If anybody needs any turn ticks, reach out to me. I'll send you one for damn free. Um, I love, appreciate each and every one of y'all. For those interested in any type of cards, whether it's V Friends, I have a bid on eBay right now going for 18 core cards that'll almost get you a starter deck. You only need 20 cards, so go get yourself two more cards. You can actually be playing the game. Um, I have that listed on eBay right now. Go check it out. I have stacks and stacks and stacks of cards that I'm going to be getting onto, whether it's X or eBay or how I get them out. Pay attention if you're into the sports cards. I definitely have some good offers and uh, value for the community. <sighs> what else do I got going on? Funko Pops. Um, I'm not sure who's into Funko Pops. I just had the boxes show up for those so I can begin shipping them. I'll be having a bunch of Funko Pops going up on listings and sales this week as well. So if you're into Funko Pops, tune in for that. I will not be selling any of my V friends. Those ones are close to my heart. Those I value. Those will be staying close. But some of the ones that I just picked up at GameStop or Walmart along the way, those ones I'll be letting go. Um, same with cards. A lot of the cards that my son and I pulled Pokemon-wise that I didn't value, I was willing to sell those. I had a crazy offer from my Nick Bolton collection. Those have been following me know that I've loved Nick Bolton before he even entered the league. I was hoping Green Bay drafted him, but they didn't. Kansas City Chiefs drafted him as an inside linebacker. He's been just producing. He's a multiple-time champion now at this point, and somebody just offered me a, you know, uh, just 
was wondering what I would take for his personal collection, which I have plenty of cards of. I might be putting that up. So it all just comes down to what your value, folks. I would like to take that and reinvest it into something more powerful for the future for my children. And it's just goals, folks. Goals. Set yours. Meet them. If you don't meet them, learn what kept you from meeting them. And just, you know, failure is okay as long as we learn from it. So don't be scared, folks. UFC 298 is coming up. It's going to be a huge event. Super excited. That one's going to be dropping tomorrow. I have a little bit of money on this card. Um, I typically don't bet too much, but this one I had to. So I love, appreciate each and every one of y'all. If y'all need any more input on why I'm betting, you're more than welcome to hit me with a DM. I'll respond before the fights. But I think I kind of summed it up for the most part. Super excited. We finally got some dope events coming up. Like I said, join the UFC strike. Um discord if you interested in just chopping it up while the fights are going down plus you get the opportunity to join multiple giveaways from pay-per-view codes to free packs on them um love everything about it those that don't know about the blockchain the smart chain dapper wallet look there's so much to learn so i'm not going to dive all into that however i did just want to step up and say i love appreciate each and every one of y'all ufc 298 dana white you did it again you, you just i mean you've you formulated one hell of a card, man. What you've built as an organization is nothing short of inspirational. And thank you, Dana White. Thank you, Gary V. Oh, shit. Thank you for all of y'all. I'm actually going to tune it out right now as it just did on its own damn own. So I guess it was a sign. So I love, appreciate each and every one of y'all. And I'm out. The time has come. You've been listening to the Nipple Whiskers Podcast. With your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Follow us on social media, subscribe on YouTube, and visit nipplewhiskerspodcast.com for exclusive offers and information on upcoming episodes. This podcast will now self-destruct in three, two, one.